Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Alive! Alive! Oh, God. Alive! Cash, Cash, just stop, stop, stop doing it. I'm stop. sorry. I just, I, I got so used to doing it for those three days. Yeah, but days. you can't do it all the time. This, Look, we got to find this black We got to, well, I know. Where do you think it might be? I, I mean, do you have any idea? Look, where, I might have... A confession? Yeah, Mike? I might. Here's what it is. Basically, and this is real, okay? Basically, I can't believe I'm saying this. I was eating a man so fast who was holding the black box that I'm not sure whether or not I ate the black box. You ate the you ate the black box? Was I it just, the guy in know, 2B he, he was with 2B. the big calves? I was say I was on that aisle, 2B. Just meaty calves, just a good sweet calf meat, you know. Sweet just hot, tasty into the calves. Back of a sweet, sweet, tasty back calf. <laughs> That's <laughs> when I want my baby back, baby back calf backs. <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back calf backs. <laughs> Chili's baby back calves. <laughs> so, are you saying you have the black calves. box inside your body right now? I don't now? know, or it might be right over we there. We have to find out what happened. But I didn't look hey, over there. If, if you don't understand what's going on in this episode, you better go back and listen to the first one. This is the result of a cliffhanger you didn't want to miss. That's right. So definitely go back and listen to the first one. Bottom line, I was in a. Uh, I was in a terrible plane crash. I was the only survivor. Uh, we we crashed in the Andes Mountains. Uh, TJ claims we're in Nebraska. I may or may not have eaten. we right outside. I ate Omaha most of the people in the plane. There was some baby back calves. Is the whisk tander. Yeah, hmm? and uh, and and you know we we got to find the black box and find out what happened. It's named after them. Yes, we need to find the black box. Here's why here's did that thing. flight crash? I'm the only way I can find out if it really ate it is. Well, rule number one, how do we get the black box? Question number two, <laughs> I've got to do a full body release. Oh, oh. okay. We I'm have to do induce it. a full body yeah, release. I have to, so. That's the only way to get I the do. black box. Come from the sky, and I love you, and I love you, and I'm all gone, and I love you. Oh, God. Wow, I should have worn a tarp. There's blood all That's over That's a practical hands. living in the modern age. Wear a tarp There's if someone's going to do a full body body release. Uh. Uh, uh, there's blood all over. I gotta drink uh, water. Well, quickly. there's the box, partially I digested. Wonder if it still works. You okay, buddy? I gotta drink water. 
You could use a McFlurry right now. I wish I had one of those. Any kind of liquid. I've just expelled all the liquid and solids from my body. Some of that baby back calf came out. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so sorry. I had one more little piece of calf. <laughs> well, you I, know what? I, I'm going to start taking... I made room for dessert. I'm going to... St- <laughs> That's the air kissing. Get away from me! <laughs> I'm going to start. These aren't meant for lips. I'm going to start working on this black box. I've got all the goo off it, and I'm just going to try to open it up, and we're going to listen to what's inside. What the pilots were listening what, to. What were the pilots? What were they? What were they saying to each other? Uh, you know, when the what plane, kind of crash they were seeing? What was going on? Yeah, yeah. What were they? What malfunctions were they party to? What were the people? What were they listening? What were the people in the tower what saying to them? Were going on? What were the people in the tower yeah. saying to them? When they crash into the Andes Mountains, are going seep 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 seep. You know they do that in the films. Yeah. In the meantime, we were doing a little. Where were you? Where were you? When we got interrupted, we were. We took your car to the car dealership. Yeah. And the juke is gone. The Nissan juke, the funniest named car on the market in the year that it was from 2000. TJ's bouncing back Big with a 1992 Mitsubishi XL5 94-67-38 with twin cam overhead turbos oh that turns God. on rails Dear with Jesus, a dual what? exhaust I with a nine-foot barometer the, beam over the you, top, which makes this, it flip and roll. A, did we? Are you serious? <laughs> I had the Nissan Juke, which was very funny yeah. and luxurious. And then now uh, a funnier car was to uh, purchase my father's, and it's worth nothing, but purchase my father's 1992 Mitsubishi 3000 20-inch GT VR4 Twin Turbo. Twin Turbo. Nobody knows what that means, but it sounds pretty twin good. Twin Turbo's awesome. It's the, twin It starts turbos. to use the exhaust to give you a boost, and then it, once it reaches a certain point, it, it does another cycle. So it's two turbo boosts. Yeah. I'm going to get nitrous put in it and just tear up the night. Tear it up. Yeah, it's going to be a lot like a Knight Rider. I love it. I love Knight Rider, and I love... Or uh, Miami I, Vice. No, but it's, and it is... And what, what would you call it? Is it engine car red? It's or red, and uh, it's got a lot of tickets on it. Is you, it a uh, red? When TJ showed it to today. me... It's already broken. <laughs> It already broke. It's got a lot of tickets, I'm and I don't blame put it. I more money into it than I, I, I paid for this it. This car is like, oh, I'm going to get to go out to California. It's cheap. It was in Denver. I get to go out to California. I'm going to rip it up. I'm going to go on Highway 1, maybe. Uh, yeah, you, uh, Cash go, told you me know. last night. Told me yeah, I was like, you it. have to take it once it's running down Highway 1. It's waiting to do that. It's it's waiting. It doesn't want to uh, drive around these bullshit city streets. It wants to be on Highway 1 between here and Carmel. Which is great. I really wanted you to encourage Kate's already difficult yeah. no, situation. No, it has to. Her propensity for uh, personifying objects. Her car's name is Chrysanthemum. It's a VW bug. <laughs> She's like, I'm just yeah. worried about her. Okay, no, well, the car gets out car. here. The car it's gets car. out here. And you reward it by just basically... Letting it sit and uh, needing to be towed and getting tickets. It wants to be on Highway 1. No car has ever been on Highway 1 and not afterwards said, yeah, it was, it was okay. Yeah, you're like right. every no, car wants we to unleash. About this. No human being does either. No human being ever, you know, say, we shouldn't have done that trip down Highway here's 1. What I think is great. No one's ever done that. You're hitting on something which is rope swing into the lake mm-hmm. equals taking the drive of the Highway 1. And which also, in my opinion, equals when something is universally funny. 
Yeah. And that is that you're kind of talking about the idea of like there are certain absolutes that we do see. Now, whether right. or not you spin those into there is a right. God, there must Nobody be a Nobody has ever – So yeah. So no one has ever driven into Yosemite and seen Half Dome with all the waterfalls and thought, yeah. eh, this is bullshit. Very few people go down That's a great – very few people go down a great water slide and afterwards, like, I hated that. Right. There's a few it's things just, that are real. Things, and those and if things you want to call that God, no, but those, I'm okay with well, that. Well, here's what I'm saying. Those things are absolute. So then if you want to use that for that, or if you want to use it to say that human reason can lead us to sort of a type of knowledge that is of the abstract forms, which goes back to Plato, that does exist. There are these, like, perfect concepts of a chair. That there are all these different types of chairs, but in our minds somewhere we can reason out exactly what the perfect abstract thing of a chair is. But it's, it seems more so likely think, to me that nature Kate can says, create for perfection than a person can. Well, that yes, and so and then also that fits under absurdism because you can say, well, it's just all part of this happenstance, big bang. But that's okay. This is what it ended up being. And it, what it ended up being does have some absolutes. It's just the way we make sense of them doesn't really make sense. But Kate's big thing, and this is also a Nietzsche thing, is that beauty is one of the only absolutes. If you go out on my porch and you look out, everyone is like, that's beautiful. Nobody is like, ugh, what a terrible yeah. view. They just aren't. And so that's something that you can universally agree upon. Does Except that for mean sunsets. That there's a property Except for that? sunsets. What do you mean? <laughs> Sunsets are overrated. No, I think some people can say, come on, give me a break with this one. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. There's, there are certain absolutes. Uh, there's certain things that are... In that way, you and Kate are very similar. You're yeah. a big guy on like intaking beauty, and this is just undeniably beautiful, and that stuff. You're aware of it. Yeah. And you know what? What fits into that category? The 1992 Mitsubishi Twin Cab 3000 GT. The R4 <laughs> Twin Turbo. Anyway, get that bad boy out on the road. Get it out on Highway 1. I got to get it out on the road. I got to get it in the panners. Here's the thing. TJ told a funny story about the juke, which I never knew. Oh, I no. didn't... oh here we go. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't you dare. Oh, my God. Oh, no. You you actually feel it's okay to pee on your own car. I didn't know this about you. Hell yeah! Sip it up! Mm. This is the last of our water, and that's real. So we've got to head back to my resort. Okay. We Kate will. might not... She doesn't even know where I am. I it's still think we're in the Andes, but, you know. We're not. We're right outside. Look, there's a Conoco right there. Mm. You can see that. Did you think that that was part of the foliage? Or what looks yeah, they like did a do a camouflage. Well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. They did do that green camouflage paint job. I thought that stage. was just part of the fuselage that got thrown over there when we crashed. The we'll fu- have to listen to the, uh, the fuselage. We'll, yeah, we'll have to listen to the black box and see what happened there. Right, but we'll you told a funny story about peeing on your. Own, well, on sometimes your- if I park at the airport, <laughs> I see why this is weird. This is funny. I don't see why it's weird. Um, sometimes when I park at the airport, <laughs> I will. If I have to urinate, I will say, okay, I'm going to urinate and I don't want to wait. I got to run to try. I don't want to go and find a bathroom. So I urinate on my car. And I don't think that that's weird. It's my car. I pee on the wheels. That's where you go. I go peeps on the wheels and then I take off. And if people see me, I'm kind of like, that's okay. Because I would love for someone to be like, hey, what are you doing over there? And I'm like, just pissing on my car. What do you say to that? <laughs> I saw your car. How do you know? Well, so you feel like it's okay. And you I just always piss hold on the, the wheel. registration. I hold the registration. Oh, as you piss on the car, in case you're questioned. 
Yeah, I hate cushions. I, I've, you know, I've peed in a car. I mean, you, you often have that Gatorade yeah, bottle. You gotta and you, do it. Which is always a bad moment when the ladies, Gatorade bottle. Ladies, ladies, take a break. Tell us, you know, no, I'm talking I about something. You're, you're you have a penis. A Fiji this water bottle. Nicole, to eat Fiji, EG. <laughs> if you pee in a, a a Gatorade bottle on a road trip, it's always a bad moment when you you feel it just rising up too quickly. Yeah, it's all, and then your penis becomes like the dipstick almost. You know it when it when you're when the head's when wet the tip of and your penis submerged. It's time to quit pissing. <laughs> That's how it goes. It's the, That's how it goes, y'all. When the whole head's wet, it's time to stop pissing. It's the dipstick test. When the mushrooms submerge, turn the faucet off. Cracker <laughs> alive. Alive! Let's move it along to Essential Questions. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. Of human nature. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. War paint. You know, what's worse for your skin, war or war paint? I mean, should you use some, uh, some little foundation? or I mean, it, it just seems like... Some people want war to break out so that they can slap on some war paint. I it's getting a little out of hand. I think you might be true. I want to. What are you even camouflaging yourself with? Like you're, you know, I, you're not even in combat. You're in an office. Yeah. Well, this you know? is, now you're taking a different turn. Yeah. I, I wanted to add an addendum to this question, okay. which okay. is war paint. Why not have it have an SPF twenty five or something? Like, doesn't it? Just include the sunscreen. You know what I mean? <laughs> At least you're protecting those parts of your skin. Don't you think SPF 25 war paint? Put it all over. It's like, we're going to have to amputate? Is the bullet that deep? No. It's the war paint. We the can't get it off. Stopped it, yeah. We can't get it off. <laughs> the only way to get the war paint off is to, to amputate. What about war, point, war paint that's got a carbon fiber element to it that uh, deflects bullets? Mm, that'd be nice, too. Mm. Well, we've talked about the full body suit, you know. Um, I mean, is it, is it kind of, are, are they trying to, men, do men want to wear makeup? Is that part of it? I don't think so. I think it's fun to paint your face. Makeup, mm. makeup ends up being, makeup used to be more about painting your face. Now it's about trying to make you younger. Like mm-hmm. it used to be about, this is the style of makeup. This is the style of girl that I am. Here's the fun that I can have with my face. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, now it's just solely become reverse your age. Youth is the most important thing. Like, you know, in 30s and 40s, girls would do their makeup to look a little older. Yeah. So let's get back to it, guys. A capitalist society includes systemic violence that is derived from a system that is inherently flawed and pushes. Youth over wisdom to sell beauty products. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> We're doomed. <laughs> Window cleaners. I mean, can you clean off my coffee table too? I feel like it's too specialized. Here's my thing. I, it's it's, a little, it's like I use four hundred nine for everything. You could just Is there clean- anything you don't use four hundred nine for? Nothing. Maybe the windows. Yeah. Maybe windows. You get a Windex. I think four hundred nine must work on the Windies too. I would I like know. window cleaners to be a little bit more versatile. Hmm. Okay. Maybe they could also be antifreeze. 
Or if not that, can you dump a little bit of that in your car for the windshield wiper? Mm. I bet people have done that. Mm. Yeah. I just, I'd like to see. Window cleaners are sort of the the original peeping toms. Don't you think? Mm. No? Oh, I see what you're saying. The actual profession. Yeah. I was going to say the bottle of liquid. I'm talking about the people. Yeah, We've been talking about two different peeping. things, haven't we? Yeah, we have. For the last we three have. minutes. We have. we have. I thought you meant window cleaners. I meant window cleaners, the people that clean your windows. The people themselves, I think, should be more versatile. You took it as the product itself. Yeah, but we both were able to talk about it and make sense. That for a little shows while there. just how, why society is like, why countries have wars and everything. It's very easy to misunderstand each other. We just did it. Same you know, words, different. Same meaning. words, different meaning. Totally different. You took it as the product itself. I didn't we notice. <laughs> we both kept notice. talking. It shows what a great uh, host I am of the show. And what a great guest. I've yeah, been. what a great. No, it's it's more about me. I'm the host. I'm supposed to understand what's happening, and uh, I was distracted by, uh, uh, you know, about the the fuselage, which you say is the Conoco. Apparently, it's burst into flames. So I uh, that that distracted I mean, me a little bit, but I have no excuses. You were talking about four hundred nine. That should have been my my clue, and instead I was talking about the people themselves. Yeah, but you you thought maybe I was talking about local union four hundred nine, which is a window cleaning union. <laughs> <laughs> so it just all made sense, but it didn't. Yeah, they're the original peeping toms. But what do you mean more versatile? I mean they're they're the ones they're up there on the side of the thing, hanging from the building. No one else has to do that. They put scaffolding up for painters. Window cleaning takes a certain kind of bravery, I think. Uh, there's no doubt about that. I just courage, I, yeah, under fire, metal, m e t t l e, <laughs> fearlessness. Is that their mantra? Do they have like a yeah local four hundred nine? They sing that every time they they call roll, y'all. <laughs> I think they should be a little more versatile. I think they should be able to like, um, I don't know, clean other things also, not just the windows. I disagree. You like the specialization. I think there's too much specialization, specialization in, in a, lot of, a lot of different uh, genres. Uh, for example, podcasting, I think people should be able to be, have the ability to interview different people. Hmm. Um, well, they'd have to be able to get you know, guests. And, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know if that's an essential component <laughs> or have somebody to book them. For them <laughs> Football players, there's way too much specialization. Why? I've never should everybody be a running back and no, a liner? No, I I definitely think it'd be fun if they could play both ways. And I think when you get a I a lot of people agree with me. I think you, you get a, a field goal kicker where it's their job. You get this ninety seven pound guy uh that goes out on the field at the end of the game and kicks these field goals and doesn't have a lot to do with the sport really. I think you should have to play a certain amount of downs during the game to be eligible to kick. And I think that'd make things more interesting. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't pay to see a guy kick kick field goals. I don't think I think it'd be more interesting if more people were doing uh, more jobs see, on the field. There's the 55 like guys. I am fascinated by the catcher. But I think there's like the, 55 the guys catch, on a team. The catcher bat. The this catcher. is why I'm against the DH. There's does too the, much specialization. The I want to see people do more than one thing. That's what people like your career. You, you're able to do a few different things. Right. I do the I do the music that's actually just a joke and isn't real. I do the acting that's actually just a joke and isn't. You're hip hop clown. I do the hip-hop clowning, which was real, and very real indeed. The first job I went on. <laughs> um, you, you can't argue. I mean, I think specialization makes people boring, too. Maybe. I mean, you know, I specialized as a hip-hop clown. 
you know, there's lots of different types of clowns. You might say, well, can clowns do hip-hop clowning? And also, it's like, no, you try doing hip-hop clowning and also being able to do French clowning. <laughs> no, seriously, try it. That's what a kicker would say. You try being the best at kicking. What happened at the... One of the 40 best people at kicking in the United States. And you're like, well, can't you also run and hit people? And he's like, no, dick face. I've been practicing kicking <laughs> I'm every I'm not denigrating day. the talent it involved. sounds like you are, no, to be I'm not denigrating the talent involved. I'm not denigrating the talent involved with... Uh, uh, with Hip-hop clowning. With, I know, with, with, saying... with being great at one thing. I, I'm not saying that's not uh, showing a great deal of talent. What I'm saying is uh, I find people more interesting when they have a, a few different things they can do. Take someone like Steve Martin, who's done so many different types of things. It's impressive to me. Yeah, I think to be sure, but not everybody has to do that, I think. Not it's, everyone has to. It's a to. lot to ask of somebody. I don't think you it's know, too much to ask. a lot of different things also. Let's get back but... to the that a window cleaner also is able to clean my coffee Mob table. your floor, yeah. Yeah, I feel in. like you should have the capability to do both. I, I could see how you could be like, you know, what you do is you give them like an extra 10 or $15, have them come in and clean your television screen or your coffee table. Yeah. Tell me the story about the... Anything that's glass services. Tell me the story. We're talking about hip-hop clowns. Tell me the story about the... So I was fucking at a truck stop, just trying to fuck enough. That's to a get different back story. Trucking. Yeah, that's a different story. You know, because yeah. I fucked till I trucked. Did I tell you, <laughs> I, I've okay. heard about that. All right, so um, you know, the, my, one of my first jobs, she sent me out and she said, "Okay, this is at a." It was like my first jobs as a hip hop clown. Is that Home Run Pizza? I think. It okay, was. Home Run Pizza. And so we go into the back of a Roundhouse Pizza or Rounders Pizza. I don't know why I can't remember, but we go in. And uh, it's in the back room, and it's this Mexican family, and they're having a what appears to be like a quinceanera slash birthday party for a young girl. And uh, you know, she, they had a bunch of friends there, and they had cake and pizza, and we were in the entertainment. So I show up, and she had sent her son, who's also a clown, with me to sort of help me the first time. And uh, we get ready to go. He puts the CD in the the machine. <laughs> Why are you already laughing? I just, I now remember, I'm not dressed. You, you, you have to have face makeup. So I had to go into the bathroom of a uh, Roundy Towners pizza. I don't know. I can't remember that. And go in and put it's on like makeup. It's like so war paint. It's like war paint. putting on my clown war this paint. This was your war paint, yeah. Before I went out there. And I'm th- looking in the mirror going like, this is so ridiculous. But you really have to do it. And it, is this a mistake? But it can't be. Yeah. All right, let's go out there. It'll be fine. So I go out and I have my juggling stuff, you know, in case. I'm going to incorporate that in. So we start the ceremony where we say, we're going to start the music and then, uh, <laughs> and we're, and, and let's bring the birthday girl to her throne. So we put down the throne and I sort of do this. You have the outfit on. Are you she, nervous or are you less nervous because you have the. No, no, no. no. I, I'm not yeah. nervous. So okay. I, t- I bring her over. I put her, I sit her down <laughs> on the throne. And she's crying a little bit, but then the, one of the parents calls her down. And I say, everybody, bring your presents and put them around her. She is our queen for the day. And so we, the, you know, they all put it in. I go, and now I am her jester or whatever. I'm going to perform for her. So she's sitting and she's watching. <laughs> this whole thing is amazing. So she's sitting and she's watching. And I, 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 you know, I, I like kick it to the, guy, the kid and the kid presses play. And he's like this poor, you know, this poor guy. I mean, he's like this 15 or 16-year-old black kid who wants to be hanging out with his friends and partying 
or just get a fucking job, you know, as a bar back or in a liquor store or something. And his mother is like making him be a clown in her clown business. <laughs> you could tell he was like cool and he had confidence and stuff because she was definitely on that. But he had to have embarrassed his clowning. But he was very cool. So I say, hey, you know, kick it. And he's like, okay. He turns on the CD and starts the the song starts. It starts dancing and it's like, hey, everybody, are you ready for your birthday or something like that? And it's just like very. And they recorded. They got like a professional artist to record Today it. Is Birthday. I, I could really cut a rug to that. So, you know, I was I'm sort of like dancing and doing the routine. You have all these different dances and I had incorporated like some juggling stuff into it, and then all of a sudden I swear to God, the C D starts skipping. And I'm like, uh ha, ha, one moment, please. You know, or something like that. I go back and I'm like, What's going on? He's like, C D skips, it's broken. And I was like, oh, what? Well, what do we do? Try it again. He's like, it's broken. And I was like, well, what do I do? He's like, I don't know, but you better do something. And I was like, what the fuck is happening here? How does this happen? So the joke, you know, of course, then immediately becomes on me. So I'm trying to play a joke on the world. And uh, so I go out there and I start juggling and they're like impressed and it works and I'm, I'm making jokes and dropping stuff and Having someone, you know, having a kid throw a ball to you and juggle it or a club is always yeah. funny. It just always works. So I did some of that stuff. And then it's balloon animal time because they know that they're going to be balloon animals. And I didn't know this. Actually, now telling the story, I look back and I wonder if that cunning woman was like, I wonder if that cunning woman was like, here's what you do. You make the CD skip and you tell him it's broken and see if he can hold his own out there with the wolves. <laughs> this was a test. Maybe it was. Yeah. So They do uh, this to all the guys. So I didn't know this, but balloon animals are a very big deal, not only in the Latino community, but also in the black community and in the white community. Basically what I'm saying is people fucking love balloon animals. Yeah. They love them. Kids love them. Parents love getting them for the kids. It's something the kid can go home with. They have a toy. The, yeah. the parent doesn't have to pay for it. There are all these upsides to balloon animals that I'd never considered, not even for one moment, <laughs> until I started making balloon animals for a children's birthday party. Because this was your inaugural journey of I had making looked, them? She had, had you practiced a, at all? She had taught me a couple of balloon Just animals. Just had to make a to snake. Make. And I, I started practicing other, and she's like, you should practice on a bunch. You know, go online and, you know, and, and see videos and stuff. She goes, but truth is, all anybody ever wants is a, is a poodle, a giraffe, which is a poodle, or a sword. You can make a hat like this. She taught me how to make the hat. Yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I didn't really practice because I, I, I listened to her. Yeah. We get there. I start making balloon animals. The kids go fucking crazy. They're you like, you thought you'd yeah. just wing it. You thought you'd wing it. Yeah, fuck it. Balloon I mean, animals. No, no. I, everybody just wants a dog. That's yeah, what I see. Okay. So I make a dog. I give it to the kid. He's like, yay. I, give, I make another dog. I give it to the kid. They're like, yay. And somebody goes, we want Fenway Park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like super complicated. To scale. <laughs> so. <laughs> So it's true that, like, after the second or third poodle I made, like, the main father of the birthday girl is like, can't you make nothing but a poodle? Oh, shit. And I was like, uh, yeah. And so I made a sword, and I gave it to the boy, and I gave it another sword, and gave it to another boy. And then one of the women was like, no, no, don't give them swords. They're going to be hitting each other. So then it's like, well, fuck. Now I'll make a giraffe. I made a couple of giraffes. And then the kid's like, I want to, like, he said something like, I want an elephant. And I was like, I want a narwhal. Yeah. <laughs> I want an original Andy Warhol. 
Jesus. Uh, so I freaked out. I mean, that was a huge problem. I didn't know. So I started improvising balloon animals and I made like an infinity sign. It was like, this is a butterfly or wings. <laughs> It was just so clear. I if you have to explain, is that a rule? If you have to explain so what your balloon animal is, that's yeah. a bad balloon animal. Is that one yeah. of the golden rules? If you got to explain your balloon animal, this is a, a dingus. Yeah, it's a rare animal. Lives in Australia. If it's called a dingus. Says, if someone says, "What is your balloon animal?" and you tell them, and they say, "No, it's not," <laughs> you're you made a bad balloon animal. Civilians, take a break. Clowns, you know what I'm talking about. If you have to explain your balloon animal. So they did they riot? No, I mean, you know, ultimately, and this is the saddest part, is like, it still was fun and the kids like it. Oh, that's so weird to have that happen out here. It's the, it's the black box. Oh, it's, it's ringing. Okay, it's ringing. Oh, it's from the black box? I didn't know it could ring like yes. that. We gotta, now we got to find it. We should play it. Well, yeah. That's what it means. Yeah. Right? I think yeah. I think we. I think before we do, before we try to figure out this black box, I think we should do one section we like to call uh, Tweedalize. Because uh, you know, while I've been out here in the Andes Mountains, I noticed some yeah, of your tweets. Have, yeah, we it's, still have cell phone coverage out here because yeah, we're not in, in the, the Andes. Andes. Yeah, in the yeah, Andes. In, I, I was a little Omaha, Nebraska and. While I was out here, I was able to. uh, Now you know it's just sort of a it's a section sort of tentatively titled, uh, sort of a working title. It's called Tweedalize. Other people, uh, other some other people like to refer refer to it as a Tweed Age Wasteland. It's a Tweed Age Wasteland. (laughs) Tweed Age Wasteland. Um, <clears throat> my favorite one. new one. Some people like to call it uh, "Hey now, Hey now, don't tweet it over." Hey now, Hey now. <laughs> I like that. I do like that. <laughs> um, whatever you want to call it, uh, you tweeted the other day. Uh, I've taken to saying "ugly barbers" as an explanation. Ugly barbers. Ugly barbers. I can't believe that you asked me this. I've never heard you say that before. I just did. <laughs> what does it mean? You know, it's just like a goddamn it. Like, ugly barbers. Ugly barbers. <laughs> I had never heard you say that before. Bunch of ugly barbers? I like it. Yeah. Sometimes if I yell at someone, I go, bunch of ugly fucking barbers. <laughs> Hey, a bunch of barbers! That'd be a good thing to say at a children's you party. You wouldn't win best pig in a hog contest, you <laughs> bunch of barbers. <laughs> Ugly old barbers. If you're, you know, if someone's upset about your balloon making, that's what you yell back at them. Yeah, you ugly know barbers. What? Make your own balloon animal, you ugly barber. You also wrote, sometimes love makes you cry in the car just because you're happy. Mm-hmm. And then you wrote, sign of age. No, you didn't write that. I, I wrote that. I thought about that. Sign of age. What do you mean? Oh, I think that crying, having a happy cry, I think is a sign of, of age, of aging a little bit. I never, I never had a happy cry when I was like eighteen. Yeah, you did from laughing. I did. If I would win something, you did. Really? I never cried for happiness. You cried. Earlier. You cried a lot. The closer when you, won you get your to games. the closer you get to death, the more you'll cry out of happiness. That's true. Um, anyway, you wrote. Sometimes love makes you cry in the car. Just because you're happy. And then you wrote, sometimes you piss in a Gatorade bottle 
so you can have 15 minutes with her. Mm-hmm. And then you wrote... 15 more minutes. 15 more minutes with her. And then you wrote... This is the payoff. Capital letters. Piss long. <laughs> Hashtag I piss long. And this is why I love Twitter. No, no, I no, mean, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Uh, when you, can, you read it wrong. Yeah, you wrote piss... Period, long, <laughs> period. Hashtag, I piss long. When you can brag about how long you piss, I think that's, that's what Twitter was for. When, the, when they created Twitter, I think they were thinking, people can write about how they piss. I, know, I, I unfortunately can't endorse this until I'm back and can... You know, that, that's, that's a great uh, trilogy of... Uh, I know, but it was different than that. Sometimes love makes you cry in the car just because you're happy. Sometimes you piss in a Gatorade bottle so you can have 15 more minutes with her. Piss long. Hashtag I piss long. Well, all right. Did I I get it wrong? Move on to the next one because it is – there was a whole thing to it. I wouldn't usually do this, but – There was a whole – did I read it wrong? Uh, You know, that's part of it. Are you finding it? Yeah, I will find it, but let's move on to the next thing. Okay. Uh, let's go straight to we're uh, where were with... you. So you've been here, and I have also. <laughs> okay, you can go on to the next section. <laughs> we're going to fish up with maskers. I love maskers. We've got, you know, people... You know, right, because been... people are so respectful at live shows by not coming with masks on to try and make me have a nervous breakdown, which I had in Washington, D.C., underneath of a Honda Civic. <laughs> You fucking asshole, Derek! <laughs> um, Aaron Lawrence writes, uh, What's more socially acceptable? I'm on PCP or I have neural syphilis? Unfortunately, I think I'm anytime, on PCP. Yeah, I think anytime you uh, have the word syphilis in your. STDs are much more scary to people, I mm-hmm, think, than. Mm-hmm. Uh, Psychological bibbers. Yeah, I think so. Syphilis, I always like jokes with syphilis in them because not, many, you, people not many people syphilis. have syphilis. Well, not many people that you know. That may be a sample bias. But you know what it is? It's a more antiquated STD so we can have fun. Like right. the clap. Right. Like. Or polio. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Like the clap. The clap. Just about exactly like the clap. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Tom. Tom from Wayther. At good time, Tom. Good writes, time, Tom from Wayther Thin Shanahan. Writes, is chocolate syrup just ice cream gravy? It is. It is. It is ice cream gravy. And it's delicious. And I would love a little more ice cream gravy. Our listeners are so smart. On that butt. Yeah. Our um, listeners are really smart. Have you, has anyone ever noticed that? Um, C.J. Pritchard. C.J. Pritchard. At Mr. Good Job Guy. Mr. Good Job Guy writes, uh, shellfish, only thinking about what's best for themselves. Shellfish. Why? why? Oh, yeah. I used to or have else, a joke or about... Or else they'd be called selfish, right? I had a joke about shellfish. These are really... Yeah, they can be really shellfish. I, you know, it was a whole bit about like, you know, and then they, they want you to clam up. You know, and not talk about stuff. Yeah. And then when you try and talk to them and tell them that, you know, the world is their oyster, they're just going, you're just a shellfish asshole. I think it ended with me being like, and I told her, you're being lobster. 
Chris, please stop stealing my material off the internet. Chris Callanlady, and I know you didn't, but I want to say that you did. Chris Callanlady, <laughs> Chris Callanlady writes: wearing a tux for no apparent reason, pulling a penguin. Um, I like that expression, pulling a penguin. If you're going to be like, I don't know, pulling a penguin though. No, I'm pull- going penguin tonight. What? I'm going penguin tonight. Yeah, I'm going to go penguin tonight. Yeah, pulling a penguin is pretty good. Yeah, he's pulling a real penguin tonight. Not too man. bad. I'm going penguin is good though too. That might be better. All right, sorry, it's going penguin. Yeah. Next, going penguin. Adam Nikulitz after the bull at after the bull writes, uh, "How about an update on the streak?" The streak is uh, my uh, fidelity streak. I've been loyal to my wife uh, for our entire relationship. I've never even kissed another girl. A dog tried to French kiss me. And you fucked him away. And, and I just, yeah. I remember that. You I just totally fucked got him rid out of him. the room. Yeah. Just got totally rid of him. But yeah, I'm still perfect on the streak. Thank you for asking, Adam. Uh, the streak's going good for me, too. In fact, remember, I want that on my. Why break a streak? Once you have it going for that's that the, long. That's the reason to... Nothing to, yeah. becomes good enough. No nothing's experience bigger. could be... Nothing's yeah. bigger than the streak at this point. Uh, it's unprecedented to have gone this long as a comedian. I'm the Cal Ripken of comedy. Uh, I've, been <laughs> thrown, I've been thrown all kinds of situations. I'm not a, a incredibly attractive man, but you, you have your opportunities You're out on the road. You're a handsome man, and you've had some handsome opportunities. I've, you know, you have put some, your fingers in uh, several women at once. You, you have your opportunities uh, out on the road. Just That's part of the business. all your fingers in a woman, <laughs> you're doing fine. That's, <laughs> that's the barometer? That's what I always say. <laughs> So I've I've been perfect. I've been absolutely perfect, Adam, and that's why yeah. it needs to be on my Wikipedia. Where's my fucking Wikipedia page? I, oh, guys, we didn't I, talk seriously, about this. Come on, somebody said they define success as a Wikipedia. That was Adam. Page. That's why I was reminded yeah, of this. You, I, come on, I, I need my Wikipedia page. I I've earned this. The streak for, for the streak alone, I've earned twelve and a half of you, even the sixth one. If you can do My it. career is not complete. Whoever considers himself number six of the 12 and a half. Somebody in the 12 and a half should, know how to, should have the know-how to get me a Wikipedia page. It shouldn't be. That would really be a birthday yeah. wish of Cassius. It, it really it would mean That's a lot true. to me. It really would. But I'm perfect on the streak. And uh, it's important. If you have a streak, and my streak's uh, you never well break too. it. Yeah. You have a streak, too? Oh, yeah. I have a streak since... Uh... So, yeah, for eight months, the whole time we've been dating, yeah. That's how it goes. Now, here's the question, because, you know... Um, but eventually, you know, I could see her kissing another fellow and, you know, me perhaps going off and cutting his heart out and showing it to him as he dies. <laughs> Speaking of hearts, do you want to uh, grab that one or... Nah, the, I, I'm, I'm all full up. I had three <laughs> hearts earlier this afternoon. This afternoon... God, so many people are so weird, dude. Um, one more. This is also from Chris Kelly. Uh, this is the last one. Trash cans kept outside. Raccoon and opossum feeders. You think trash cans are raccoon feeders? Yeah, that's what he's going to say. You lose the opossum and then we've got something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you find your... Uh, did you did you find your tweet that I messed up? Um, yeah, I'm looking at it on right now. Okay, kind of, we got to clarify this. this. It's pretty this controversial. I mean, this is pretty controversial. One of the more controversial thing is yeah. happening. And by the way, speaking of streaks and the whole thing, um, and speaking of this cliffhanger, we're about to play the uh, uh, what they were talking about uh, on the uh, black box. But um, 
a lot of people don't know what the cliffhanger is for the entire run of episodes. I mean, what what are people really wondering about when they listen to Cashing In? Uh, what are they trying to find out from the first episode to our final episode? Uh, what are they curious about? And I think the answer mm. is, will T.J. Miller uh, ever give me his kidney? Because that's, that's really what people well, want to know. Long, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this guy, he pisses long. And so, so of course, I want one of his quick. kidneys. So here it is. So sometimes, loves make you, sometimes love makes you cry in the car just because you're happy. Sometimes you piss in a Gatorade bottle so you can have 15 more minutes with her. And sometimes you accidentally tell 150,000 people that you piss long, bro. I piss long. Hashtag I piss long. I shouldn't let you read that. But that's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> and sometimes you accidentally hey, I tell. I man. I can piss long, bro. You, you accidentally, water. even though you, t- you, you, you tweeted it, sometimes I, you accidentally tell 150,000 people that you, and this is all in caps, piss long, bro. <laughs> I, period, piss, period, long, period. Hashtag, I piss long. <laughs> yeah. And that's what this was all for. I think they should have shut Twitter down after that tweet. <laughs> yeah. That's like the final tweet ever in the history because that's what this was for. So communi- people can communicate with their fans with no buffer. But here's because that would have been messed up. And you know what? Good example. I messed that tweet up. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I think I did a different one and then deleted it. I think you found uh, that. And I took this one and like, you know, I just think it's funny. <laughs> that it's like you visit a Gatorade bottle to have 15 more minutes with her. And I think in a way I was like, like, just. I had a pay, a pee in college. Doesn't even make sense to tell people because, listen, what it's supposed to be. I now I remember yeah. how sympathetic <laughs> I am. The joke was supposed to be that it's a uh, what's it called? A, a um, not a distraction. What is it called? Where you a diver, you diverge them? Um, misdirect. Misdirect. It's a misdirect okay. where uh, it's supposed to be like, and sometimes you accidentally tell 150,000 people that you, and what it's supposed to be is like peed in a Gatorade bottle, you know, or pissed in a Gatorade bottle. <laughs> Instead, it's piss long, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I piss long. <laughs> what about high pissing contest? Because I, here's the thing I, in college, I once was at a party and I walked out on the back deck and my friend was standing there next to me. And I pissed really high, uh, inordinately oh, high, did. over like a, a sort of over a beam that was outside on the deck. And uh, uh, people still talk about it. They do? He spread the word, and, and it, was, uh, it was measured. It was about a 14-foot high piss. It was, a, you're it was unbelievable. It was a 14-footer? It was like I had a super soaker. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. These are the kind of things that make me thankful we have a podcast. I mean, let alone, you, know, you can tweet this kind of thing, but it's good to tell a friend that you can really piss high, not just long. Yeah, you should tweet that. I yeah. piss high, bro. I piss high. <laughs> we, just, it, we just opened up the black box. Do you want to hear what uh, they were? Yeah, they were, I would love you to know, hear, you hear their conversation. Sure. So now this is what, so to catch everybody up. Hey, guys. We found the black box. Yeah. By the way, before we open the black box, oh, come out to so a show in Kansas City. Yeah, or, uh, we're, doing, we're not going to Kansas City. Nebraska. But you should come out to a show in Kansas City if yeah. you live there. yeah. Uh, Nebraska. We're doing a show in, in Nebraska. We're also doing one in um, okay, so the looks Omaha like Portland, Bone, too. The Omaha Funny Bone, the 10th through the 13th. The podcast will be on the 13th. We're going to do Portland, Oregon. Come on, guys. I want Oregon. everyone. Come on. Everyone from the Pacific 18, Northwest. And that's the 17th, 18th, 19th. 
So I think actually the live podcast taping will be on the 19th, 4.20 p.m. So yeah. the 13th and 19th, 4.20 p.m., uh, Omaha, Nebraska, and uh, Helium Comedy Club in Portland. Uh, both of those. I'm going to be in Just for Laughs in Montreal uh, at the end of July. And then, my goodness gracious, can we talk about it? We're going to be doing the L.A. Podcast Festival. Yeah, the L.A. Podfest on uh, September 26th or 7th. I'm not sure the exact date yet. Yeah, and we also may do one in New York because you're going to be there for two Yeah, months. we're going to do one in New York in uh, probably uh, August or September. And then the 16th, uh, I want to tell people, the 15th through the 17th, to all our KC people and our Kansas people, uh, Stanford and Sons opening a new club. And so I think we're going to come out there and open that and do a podcast, which would be very fun. So uh, this is great. We're starting to do these, but it's all schedule dependent. So come to the ones when you can that time, because we don't know when we'll be back. Um, let, so the black box is a device that records everything that happens in the cockpit and is indestructible. Right. And why don't they make the airplane out of the material they make the black Folks, box out of? you know what I'm talking about? Air traffic controllers? Why Listen closely. Why? Open up your ear holes. Why don't you make it out of the material of the black box? Why don't they make the whole thing out of the black box? So this is, uh, let's, see what, let's see why this plane crashed, and, and we'll see you next time on Cashing with T.J. Miller. Let's see what, that, what they were listening what they were to, listening what they were to. talking about. Let's just hear what happened with this flight. Let's hear Eric, you like uh, and now it's, you, know, you now like it's this gone. show? I use one that's big enough to cover my entire face Eric. because I don't want to look. Uh, at like I see a cloud over there. This is a great show. I like listening yeah. to these guys. Yeah, there's cloud. There's I got at least thirty, forty clouds this time. Yeah, a lot of clouds. I see a bird over there. Yeah, that looks like I mean, bird. It looks like a mountain. Like, you know, clouds can be anything. I remember killer bees, but oh, I wait, hold I on. This I hate this you know, one. Listen to like, but this this guy that sounds like an Asian drag queen. Look, I'm from Denver. I heard he. I heard he looks like a Yogi Bear 3D. I'm from Denver. I'm the same crap over and over. Over and over. I heard he. I heard he looks like a Napoleon Dynamite. Face fucked a trash can for two and a half hours. Yeah, I mean, I like this cash guy. Who the fuck is he though? How the fuck did he get on this show? Listen up, and you'll hear. Look. Orange, yeah, black. but we're not like Bumblebees. friendly looking. First of all, they I talk about really boring stuff. Boring stuff, and you know what? This is, is weird. I listened to the show about ninety times. Oh yeah, and I realized they they only talk to each other. <laughs> They're sort of like me and you up here in the cockpit. Oh, we lost control. It's going down. It's going down. Is that a Conoco station? Are we in the Andes Mountains? Yeah, these bees are getting arrogant. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 